You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. Hello, kids. Welcome to season three and episode number 72 of The Daily Beaver here on the Cryer Media Network. Uh, Today, recording day is Wednesday, March 8th, 2023, and it will be yet another mild late winter day here at the Beaver Lodge. I'm your host, the eager beaver pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaveray. And with me, as always, is my dear friend, my constant companion, Mr. Grizzly. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Peppermaster, The Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Today, we have a Wednesday morning bite for you, and because it is International Women's Day, we have with us a very special guest, whom we've had on before, our International Woman of Mystery, to give us an update on a very special international woman. So, there's a little leg for you, kids. <laughs> but first, hello, Mr. Grizzly. How's your mental health today? Good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, I'm, you know, I'm in that weird state of uh, uh, where the brain, for those of us who, who battle depression, there's there's multiple elements of it. And I'm going through depression right now. But here's the weird thing. It, the aspect that I'm currently experiencing is not a feeling of despair or loneliness or emptiness or sadness or self-loathing. It's none of that. It's one of the multitude of effects. Uh, and, and this is the one of exhaustion where I'm mm. just, it doesn't matter how much sleep I get. I'm always tired. 
there's a lot of side effects. Side effects are a lot of ancillary benefits with depression. Mm. <laughs> one of them is fatigue. No matter how much sleep you get, you're still tired. Uh, another one is uh, short fuse. Um, mm. Thankfully, I'm not at that stage, and hopefully I can avoid it altogether. But it was like sometimes, and I'll give this as an example because it's a morning show and a lot of people might understand this. You're trying to make a pot of coffee and you know you need to separate the coffee filter to put it in the basket because mm. it's a cone-shaped filter is the one I have and I can't get it open. So you end up throwing the filter and you want to throw the coffee pot and you want to throw the whole machine. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not at that stage, but I'm sure many of us who, who have this same mental disorder, this brain disorder, have experienced that. And that's one of the, like I said, ancillary benefits of depression. Mm-hmm. So right now I, I'm at the exhaustion stage and I hope that's as far as it goes. <laughs> I don't suffer from that train, that brain disorder. And when it comes to my laptop, several times I've thought of training for the discus event. <laughs> <With it. laughs> I have snapped laptops over my knee in my day. And that's you not have, a joke. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Well, ooh. just after it's like, okay, this is not working. God damn it. Snap. Hey, I feel better. My knee hurts, but I feel better because I knew it. I knew it was at the end of its life, and when it would, you know, gives you so many problems that it doesn't work. It's time to get rid of it. So if you snap it over your knee, you feel satisfied, and you absolutely are not going to try and repair it anymore. <laughs> I'm done with you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, good morning, Kit Jillian. Good morning, Kit Linda. Good morning, Kit. Daniel, ah, Daniel Frasca. Good morning, Kit Saucy. So lovely to see you. I'm not sure if Kit Daniel is a new name for us with regard to watching live, but I know it is not a new name on our Twitter account. So welcome, Daniel. Welcome, welcome, welcome. welcome. Um, Let's see. Um, We have a special guest, and while we are waiting for her to arrive at the green room, uh, we have a little couple of tidbits. First of all, uh, if you like music, and I know you do, Mr. Grizzly, uh, the Juno Awards are Monday. Oh, is it Monday? Wow. Yes, it is Monday. Yes, and uh, Simu Liu uh, will be hosting again. Yes, so that's good. I guess they they allowed him to come back. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, he was quite charming last year, <laughs> so, you know, why not, right? Yeah, yeah, why not? Uh, he's actually got a really good singing voice, too. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. I wonder if he might be the next new, uh, next Hugh Jackman, you know, action star who also, like, has an, like, soft Does knees musical. and a nice voice. Yeah, that could happen. Yeah, you never know. I, I'm just so happy for the guy. Oh, like, yeah. To have all these opportunities, right? Because he's coming to... Coming a long way from Kim's convenience, sir. Oh yeah, and Kim's convenience was pretty damn. A longer way from stock photos. Yes, yes, stock photos. That's true. <laughs> and in a bit of political news, the government of Prince Edward Island has decided that uh, it was going to go early into an election because it seems that the polls are good for them. So, Premier Dennis King declared an election early. It will take place on Monday, April third. It was originally scheduled for October second with the fixed election date law, but apparently, as we've learned, fixed election date laws are really just suggestions. They're not actually a suggestion. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like stop signs in Quebec. merely a suggestion (laughs) oh man i'm gonna get in trouble for that i lived in quebec for a long time 
and it's <laughs> I can see it from my from my window. Okay, if I lean out my window, I can see it. So. Mm, mm, mm. I was going to say we might get mail on that one. <laughs> yeah, well, our, our Quebecois residents who watch the show know. They know. They know. They know. They know. <laughs> Look, my okay. father used to say the worst drivers in Canada were in Montreal, and I always said, no, Dad, they're not. They're in Ottawa. And he says, no, no, they're in Montreal. I said, no, Dad. The difference is Montreal, they're aggressive, and they drive fast, but they don't do stupid things. Ottawa, after my dad retired and got bored, he started driving limo for a couple of years, just, you know, keep himself occupied when he didn't, you know, have other things to do because he'd fixed everything in the house. One day we're sitting down having a beer and he goes, you're absolutely right. The worst drivers in Canada are in Ottawa because they do silly things like let's try and merge into traffic at 50 kilometers an hour mm. on to the 417, which would be like the 401, a major expressway in the city of Ottawa. And they do this all the damn time. <laughs> okay okay All i got right. a quick i got a, one quick hit for you and then okay. uh and then uh, are we gonna bring in our guests or did you want to yes, yes. yeah okay so one quick hit uh i've got two things and i think i'll i think i'll bring it i'll think i'll bring up this one because this is international women's day and uh this is uh, let me just pull that uh graphic down so you can properly see it this is from flame and haystacks antonia Age 38, I applied to be a firefighter, driven to make a difference. My partner strangled me in a rage when I was accepted and left me. I've subsequently endured 12 years of harassment in the fire service for daring to be a woman. Do we still need International Women's Day? Yes, we do. Yep. Yep. Indeed, we do. Uh, so, on go ahead. Topic. We have for you, Kits, a very special guest. We've had her on previously, but I'm not sure. We may have just joined the network at that moment. Yes, yes. yes. So many of you may not know of her. Uh, I call her the International Woman of Mystery because um, you talk to her and say, oh, yeah, I've done that. I've done that. And it's like, gee, is there anything you haven't done? <laughs> um, and uh, we are involved uh, with her in a very special project. Uh, you know, we often say on our show, because democracy is something that you do. And we've also heard the sentence or the phrase, think, lo uh, think globally, act locally. Mm -hmm. Well, it also works the other way. You can do good for yourself locally in the long run by acting globally. Um, so we are going to have her on and she's going to talk about another woman with whom we are involved in a very special project. And uh, we hope that you kids would like to join us in this. So without any further ado, kids, let's give a round of applause for kids <laughs> Connie Howes. <laughs> <laughs> welcome good morning. good morning how are you oh thank my god what, what is this you were saying oh, that you were having good. a bad day you look wonderful oh thank you uh yesterday my hair was perfect and there wasn't a person around to see it that's just except for the plumber that's just how it goes uh, right no Mouth not quite like that no i know what kiss. you're thinking <laughs> look at this look at this lid right here eh? see you know you, you probably save a yeah. fortune in no, this. Oh. It just migrates down. But this gets migrate down. Shampooed, conditioned, blow dried, flat ironed, and oiled. Way more maintenance than hair. 
you have a point. <laughs> and look, look, having a bad hair day is better than having a no hair day. So. Oh, okay. I see you there. And that's probably right. <laughs> the things we do for fashion kids. Yes. <laughs> the kids demand glamour. So they just do it. <laughs> uh, well, both of you look fabulous thank you well, thank you <laughs> well um we've been chatting a little bit and we thought that you should come back on so that we could give the kids an update about a very special woman maybe you'd like to tell the kids a bit about her and uh give an update to those uh, who were here before and uh let people who didn't know about her uh as well you know just introduce her to them well thank you i'd like to start by saying there's much to celebrate on international women's day but there's still a lot more we can do uh international women's day's theme this year is let's embrace equity and build a better world for women everywhere and that collectively we can forge a positive change. So Rose, our friend Rosie, is a single mother farmer in Africa. She's in Kenya. Mm -hmm. Her household is Rose, her elderly parents, and her two children, Innocent and Hadassah. And she lives in Nairi, which is close to Ethiopia. We see a lot on the news about the Ethiopian famine. Uh, I'm here to tell you that, as you know, that doesn't stop at an international border. Mm -hmm. And at the moment, they're experiencing the worst drought in half a century. So Rose reached out through social media to a mutual friend who has a presence in the food sustainability community Nova Scotia, Canada, and she asked how she could increase her crop yields and provide uh, more efficiently for her family. So a group of friends, you guys included, uh, formed to help her with microfunding. We got her chickens and a couple goats and some seed and fertilizer, and we kept, most importantly, her source of communication with us, her telephone going. Um, and it started out going really well. Rose worked very hard in the midst of looking after one baby at home, her child going to school, which she has to watch him to school each day, and her elderly parents. <clears throat> However, due to climate change, a viral disease, she lost her entire lane flock. And this was the family's only source of proteins, mm. their eggs. Um, the goats were eaten by hyenas. The hyenas, they don't have enough food in the wild, so they're coming in the villages and they're eating anything they can get their little paws on. So without eggs to sell and to eat, Rosie lost all of her income, like every little bit of it. Mm. It was really bad. Uh, she wasn't eating. She had actually fainted a couple times because what little food she could scrounge together she gave to her kids and to her parents. Mm -hmm. uh, it was it was pretty bad. The kids were subsisting on one meal a day, and with no grain rain for her crops for food, there was nothing to feed any animals that remained. So we put her heads together, and nothing will grow. She's running out of water, so we decided to give her a basic income every month so that they wouldn't starve. And we gave her about a dollar a day per person, which is just one dollar. Very nominal. But it helped. So she bought each of the each person in her family a pair of shoes. One pair of shoes. This is what they have. And you know how kids grow. Mm -hmm. She saved up and she bought a solar charger for her phone 
so she didn't have to walk five kilometers and then pay to charge her phone and walk back. Mm-hmm. And she saved and she bought one solar powered light for her home, one single light bulb. Mm-hmm. She bought water, cement, and wood because she cooks over an open fire. They live in what we would consider a treehouse or a fort with no, obviously, indoor plumbing, no water. So she hauled the water and the cement and the wood for miles, and she built her an outdoor kitchen, as Hadassah, little Connie, has asthma. So she really did a lot with that, you know, $1 per day. Mm -hmm. Another friend uh, gave Rose a microgram of $125, and she was able to get one tap to her home for water and it was chlorinated clean water and this was a really big deal mm-hmm. is one of three people in her entire village to have running water and that's a single tap outdoors and she walked miles to get that pipe and carried it and it's a metal pipe she dug the holes herself and she laid the pipe and things were going much better for Rose and her family. However, when the drought struck, uh, the water dried up. It went down to one day a week and then absolutely nothing. Mm-hmm. It was, was pretty bad. Uh, it's the worst drought in 50 years. Yeah. So we had to increase the UBI, the universal basic income, due to the... Um, Ukraine war, flour to make the bread is now $75 a month in itself. It's doubled. Mm. And she makes it herself. There's no milk to buy for the children because the the goats, there's just no goats anywhere that have milk because there's no food for them. <clears throat> At one point, she had walked miles to find a single egg to give to her children. The little girl is underweight. Last we checked, she was 13 pounds. She's four. So she's two bags of potatoes at four. The government, of course, charges her for the water, even though she doesn't have it or didn't have it. So they needed more for food. Um, The most recent catastrophe is Hadassah, the little girl that's so underweight, has developed rickets from poor nutrition. Oh, oh, it's, it's absolutely tragic. She seizured... Um, Rose needed an emergency funding to get her to the hospital and get an IV infusion, anti-seizure medication. Uh, They have no medical insurance. Her mom uh, has developed high blood pressure, so she got her pills and she sent me a message on WhatsApp saying, I've given her the pills, she seems better. Is that all I have to do? Not fully understanding that this is a lifelong condition. And I'll add that Rose's parents both have dementia. Hmm. So she's got a lot on her plate. This is a woman who... She has four lives depending on her. Yeah, she does. She, She absolutely does. So I personally pay for the children's schooling because going forward, the solution to bringing this family out of poverty is education. Right. 
and um, they go to St. Mary of Immaculate Conception, Holy something or other, Sacred Blood of Jesus, very Catholic school. But um, the upside besides them going to school is they learn English, which allows them to move forward internationally on their education mm -hmm. should they need it. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Pardon me. They also get a meal there and a snack, a meager snack because that's all they have. They're, the church is doing the, the school is doing their very best, I believe. Mm -hmm. But it's uh, it's pretty rough. So she does have water back once a week now. At one point, because there was no water, we paid a taxi, and a taxi there is um, like a tick truck. It's a motorcycle with a sidecar. Mm -hmm. So we paid to have a hundred gallons of water to her to give you an idea of the poverty. She didn't have a bucket. So we got a couple of 50 gallon barrels and some reusable containers for her that cost, you know, three or $4. And we managed to get her water. Water for them is not just critical to drinking and cooking, um, but cleaning. They village developed cholera because as Rose said, they're reusing any water that they can find. Mm. And when you're an underweight child in Africa, particularly cholera, dysentery, it, it kills. Mm -hmm. It's yeah. dozens. So we're supposed to be, women, we're supposed to be supporting each other. We're supposed to be caring for each other. And that's not just your immediate family, your girlfriends, your friend girls. It's international. So we're asking for help for this family uh, due to the oncoming recession here and rising interest rates and life in general. Some of our donors have had to pull back right now temporarily. They've got some, some difficulties in their families. They're hit with higher mortgages. They too are struggling to put a roof over their heads. And, and I think everybody's doing their best. We're just doing our best. Mm -hmm. But we need some help. Um, the current UBI that we're providing for Rosie is $175 a month. <clears throat> Sorry coffee uh, we're hoping <laughs> i need that mug <laughs> but it does match my nails <laughs> ah and your shirt and, and your shirt. shirt your sweater our aim is to provide them with because inflation isn't going away we upped it to, mm. to 175 last year this is a barely, barely getting by. And we seem to reel from one small, what should be a small catastrophe, you know, a little problem is a big catastrophe. Needing an extra $5 to go to the doctor, needing 10 bucks for medicine. Mm -hmm. We need to increase this in order to keep their health and welfare and wellness at a level that they can uh that they can be sustained at that's what we need to do there is a government program for health care it's about ten dollars a month and that would cover either rosie and her children or her parents and she said to me you know i think 
Um, I think we should do this. And, and, and she's right. But we need $20 more a month just for that. And that won't cover any extra medications. It won't cover the taxi to the hospital. It's not the best hospital. You know, it's 2 or $3 more for her to go to the next, the better hospital. Um, that's what we need. Mm-hmm. I see, I see. Um, what are you, what would be your request of the kits? If we could find donors that would, <clears throat> excuse me, help us with a $25, $20 a month, 10 bucks a month donation, we would be so, so grateful. The upside of these donations is that every cent goes to Rosie. I put it on my credit card every month and then I personally pay for the transfer fees, which are nominal, but still. We have the ability through my small business to process it on a credit card. We're asking for $20, $25 a month with a year's commitment, <clears throat> which is, and I know everybody uses the analogy of a cup of coffee a day. It's, it's less than a dollar a day, which is essentially what this family are living on. It's a dollar a day person for their one pair of shoes and their one light bulb and many times one meal a day. Mm-hmm. That's what we're asking. If we have $25 a month from even 15 sponsors, then we have that little extra aside so that when grandma needs another reusable diaper because Rose has washed the one or two that she has every day for the last six months, we can send her in that taxi to go and get one. Mm-hmm. If we need to supply her with water again, which undoubtedly we're going to have to, we can mm-hmm. get them water so they don't end up with dysentery or cholera. Right. This buck a day saves lives. Mm-hmm. Um, she is dependent. Those five people at a dollar a day are dependent on our kindness to keep them alive. And on International Women's Day, I am reaching out to our kids and saying, let's spread a little love around to this very hardworking woman. Let's keep her mother and father alive and let's keep her daughter alive for a better future. Hmm. Yeah. I, I, I want to give you a little um, perspective here. You, you told us earlier, and, and I remember you, last time we spoke that Rosie had saved money to buy a solar-powered light bulb. One light bulb. Right. This is my uh, area right now. This is my command center. <coughs> I have three different light sources just to light me up on my face, not including the one over there and the sunlight coming through the window. That was nothing for me to, to purchase those things. Nothing. Like nothing. Literally. And... Mm-hmm. And she had to save her money to buy one single light bulb, which made a difference in her life. Just trying to give people perspective on how, even though many of us are going through tough times, myself included, yep. my tough time is nothing in comparison. Nothing. Mm-hmm. I have 
clean drinking water out of the tap. Some of the best quality water in the world out of my tap every day. Mm-hmm. I have, well, not including my desk lights, I have a total of six lights on, on me right now. And you're not I have a roof over them. my head. No, I'm not worried about the power shutting off. I'm not worried about the water running out. I'm not worried about getting evicted. I, you know, these all these things that we take for granted. Our struggles are still our struggles. I'm not trying to, to minimize anybody's struggle. Right. But I'm just trying to give people perspective on what this, this young woman is going through. She has four, four lives yes. to, to support She's 30. on her own. She just turned 30. This is a very heavy, heavy weight on her. So yeah. she literally gets up in the morning. She takes mom and dad to the outhouse. She washes. Now she doesn't have to wash their clothes because we did get a donation and bought her reusable diapers, which was huge. Mm-hmm. Rosie traveled four hours to get those reusable diapers. Mm. She does the laundry. She takes the, the kids to school. She makes lunch from scratch. She doesn't go to the store and buy a loaf of bread. She can't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I, I think I mentioned last time about treats and stuff for the kids. <clears throat> when things weren't quite as dire as they are now, someone gave the kids part of a bag of potato chips. Not a big bag, a single little, like those little cartoon bags that you get at Halloween. Mm-hmm. They gave her part of them. That was the first time the children had had a treat at the store. They shared half a bag of someone else's chips. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a, a bottle of nail polish for me or picking up the newspaper to do the crossword, grabbing a coffee at Starbucks. We take that for granted that that's mm-hmm. not a hardship for us to text me and say, look at the smiles on the kids. Today they had their first bag of chips. Mm-hmm. And um, going back, circling back to the light bulb, besides the obvious implications of having a light, Rosa's thinking was that she could help her children with their homework if she had a light. Right. Yep. It, 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 just having a light increases children's education because immensely because it allows people to do homework in the evening. Yeah. Having shoes to wear on her feet when there's no water to wash her feet, that's a really big deal. Because she walks the kid to the bus, walks the children to the bus stop so they can get to school. And by the way, they even charge for the bus. Of course. Yeah. Of course. The, the, all of these things that you're talking about, I've, I've experienced them firsthand when my parents were living in Botswana, uh, which is borders on, on South Africa. So I spent, I spent about six weeks there uh, 20 years ago, 20 some years ago. And, and I saw that firsthand. You know, it's seeing it on television is one thing. Seeing mm-hmm. it in those, in those, you know, those ads and those 30 minute, uh, I can't remember the name of the programs, but Mike Holmes has hosted them. Sarah McLaughlin has hosted them. Yeah. And it, it, it makes it certainly a reality, but when you go and experience it firsthand and see what it's really like, it changes you fundamentally as a person because you suddenly it realize really that it's, it's real, it's tangible. It's right there in front of you. It's not just an image on a screen. Mm-hmm. And it, yeah. it, you know, my trip to Africa saved my life in a hundred different ways and it, and it forever changed my life. And I recently, as any, everybody knows, I, I recently lost my African pendant that my mother had made for me. So when I told my mom that she gave me a pair of, uh, I don't know if you can clearly see that, 
mm-hmm. a pair of African earrings. Each one has a diamond. So one, I've I've been able to turn back into my appendant, and the other one will. I'll occasionally wear it as an earring because why not? Why um, not? And it's because I was very upset when I lost that because it it reminded me. I used to touch it every morning when I wake up, and it reminded me of how good I have it, even when I'm complaining and even when I'm going through tough times. I still, to Rosie, I'm a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She she can't believe that I have a house with more than one room. Yeah, yeah. Rose Rosie's house um, was hit by termites, and then they had rats. Now she she actually because they don't have windows, they have mm-hmm. a hole in the wall. That's what they yeah. have. Um, I guess the upside is they have good ventilation, but. They also have bugs, um, yeah. mosquito-borne illnesses, and she was able to get screens. Oh, something else that she did was bed nets. Pardon? Bed nets? No, they don't have bed nets. They probably should. Mm-hmm. Um, we probably should get them some bed nets, but we just haven't had the money. But she she also on that hundred and seventy-five dollars a month. I don't know how she did it. I really don't know how she did it. I didn't ask too many questions. Um, she managed to get Eve's for her, like it's a it's a one room hut, right? With a mm-hmm. picture. But she did get some Eve's, <clears throat> excuse me, and she put them on her, her home and she was able to catch some rainwater, which they do use for things like laundry and washing hands and feet and when they can and things like that. So she's doing everything she possibly can with such few resources. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the unexpected uh, expenses was we had to get her rat poison one day because, you know, as, as climate change and these animals are searching for food, they were in her house and it's one room. So you can put the dots together on that. It was pretty yeah. crucial that we get her rat poison. And then, of course, she needs more water to wash her hands after she's using the rot poison. Yeah. yeah. We, we really need to help this soul. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. All right. So, we, uh, Kits, if you would like to help us uh, with the Rosie Project, um, and you know what you've been saying, uh, Mr. Grizzly, uh, I had a chance to go to South Africa for a few weeks and I didn't even get to walk into a neighborhood. But as we were driving to get into town, we saw shanty towns along and mm-hmm. it is really different when you see it with your own eyes it's uh it changes things and you know i i was in south africa for two weeks and i almost didn't want to come back because there was just a difference in the people like i was really amazed by how uh you know we complain with full bellies and then oh, yes. you go there and people are so welcoming and kind and generous and all, That's you, know, all of that, you know, and, and sing just any opportunity is a good opportunity to break out into song and to, you know, and to, and to show joy. Um, so it was, uh, you know, it was like, uh, I like to be with people who are positive. Thank you very much. Even though well, it was, well, the, it was the level of, nice of hospitality and generosity that I experienced, um, was, was amazing when you consider that these, these are folks that have, less than nothing. I mean, comparatively speaking, 
And yeah. I was in a shanty town, a tin town, because they would find scraps of tin off construction sites, which they would find and liberate, and they would build their houses out of them. Yeah. So, kids, if you would like to help us with the Rosie Project, um, where we have our tip jar QR above uh, Mr. Grizzly over there, if you would like to send a donation, uh, and if you just list it uh, as for Rosie, um, we'll take it through. Uh, our tip service and uh we will get it to, to connie and uh don't worry connie we'll take the administration fees on that that will be our contribution um thank you very so much i'm you a photo as we speak yeah so kids if you um donate 25 dollars, we'll eat the administration fees from our paypal uh and make sure that uh connie and rosie get 25 dollars. and if you've only got 10 if you've only got five you know Every penny counts. Uh, so please, uh, whatever you can. And if you are able to make a commitment for more than one month, um, then we would appreciate that. So just let us know, uh, you know, when you do your little notes that it's for Rosie and uh, whether or not you're making a commitment or it's a one time. And uh, yeah, let's do our, our little bit to help someone around the world who's doing something wonderful. And uh, it is International Women's Day. Let's help a woman internationally. Right? That's what I'm saying. You know, it's like normally we say, think globally, act locally, but you no, know, why not a little, you know, mm -hmm. act globally as well? So, uh, Mr. Grizzly, if you would, uh, we have uh, a beautiful image that uh, Kit Connie has sent us. If you can blow that up, good, sir. I think I can. I'll be happy to post that on the screen for all to see. My office manager is going to jump up on my desk. It's my cat. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> I think that's about the max that I can blow it up to. On. I did okay, want to. Well, I did want to mention that the, the last purchase that we did for Rosie was a goat whom she named Douglas. Thank you. And yeah. Douglas has had a baby, <clears throat> baby Hugh. So <laughs> ah, <laughs> we now yay. have goat milk for the children. Which is which is really really important. So, um, baby Hugh and um, nanny goat or nanny goat Douglas are doing very well. And there we go. Those are the two little lovelies. Aren't they adorable? <sighs> Those smiles just melt my heart. <sighs> Trying to find the best possible way to to present this. I think that mm, that's their that? home. That's their home, and that's Hadassah, who's, I think she's five now, and Innocent is seven, so you can see just oh how, but that's her home. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh, lovely. And she has a roof and screens and water. Yeah. This is... Um, and that's, you know what, that's the thing, It's that's more than some people have in her village. Yep. Sorry. Oh, oh, your oh do we have a special guest? <laughs> Who's this that? Is Iggy Pop. Hello, Iggy, Iggy Pop. Pop. Oh Hi. my God! Look at you. So <laughs> I was like, call the office manager. Mm. <laughs> oh my God! I love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, okay. Uh, now we have to wrap up, uh, but very quickly before we go, because we said that you're an international woman of mystery. You had a bit of a uh, history as a financial planner. I do. You do. Years. 
Yes. Do you have, you said you wanted to mention something about something because the Bank of Canada is pondering whether or not it's going to do an interest rate. Can you do it in a minute or two or should we bring you back? I think you need to bring me back. I need to look at some indices and and formulate a response. I can say this. um, The indicators are that we're headed into a recession. Mm -hmm. But with COVID and the possibility of another pandemic on its heels uh, and unstable democracies, uh, the war in, in Russia and Ukraine there's a lot of unknowns here, so it's mm-hmm. a little hard. But I would venture to say that we're headed into a recession. But I'd love to come back. I I love talking about money. Well, <laughs> okay. we 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 love experts, uh, and we oh, and respect your expertise. So yes, please please come we back. Will, we will definitely we'll, do that. I'd be delighted to. Absolutely. Too. All right. Well, thanks so for joining you. us, Connie. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. So Let's there you go. Help Rosie, please help Rosie. Yes. Thanks. Thank you so much. So there you have it, kids. International Women's Day. We have an international woman of mystery leading the charge to help another very, very, very worthy international woman. We're here for it. Um, We know that some of the kits are Kit Hugh in particular. That's why the, uh, (laughs) I guess, I guess I'm your daddy now. (laughs) Or your mommy, (laughs) technically. Who's your mommy? <laughs> um, so there you go, uh, kids. If you get, are able to help a little bit, we would very, very, very much appreciate that. Um, that's the end of this episode of the Daily Beaver Podcast. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. Remember that sharing is caring and word of mouth is priceless. So let your peeps know about us, please. And because democracy is something that you do, again, um, well, in, you know, we still want you to write your MPs and whatnot because of all of this, you know, Nazi stuff going on. But today, if you have some time, act globally and help mm-hmm. us uh, with the Rosie Project. We would we would be so, so, so very grateful. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly-friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are appreciated. We love to hear from you. So please reach us on our Facebook page at True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email at truenorthegerbeaver at gmail.com. You can subscribe to us via our pod page site. That's podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver. That's the True North Eager Beaver with a hyphen between each one of those words. And once we have something fresh off the bandwidth, it will come straight to you. And if you are already subscribed, kids, you will see that... Uh, episode 34 of our flagship North American Leader Summit is waiting there for you. So we hope that you enjoy it. And if you are only watching us on video, then you need to subscribe to get our audio exclusive content as well so that you don't miss a thing. If you are watching us on our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel, well, if you would click that little subscribe button there, we would really appreciate it. Or if you would, as Kit Elaine says, smash that button as well to let them know that you like this episode. Well, that would be right neighborly of you. Thanks so much. We can't do this without your kind and generous support. So if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, well, you know what? Actually, today, we don't want tips for us. We want tips for Rosie. So yes, if you wait, yes. So if you thought that we've done a good show, please scan the QR code on top left to find our typically coffee, hot chocolate, fun tip jar. But today... Our friends of Rosie tip jar, 
If you're listening, let your fingers do the walking to coffee, ko-fi.com slash eager beaver to make your donation. There you go. And uh, like I said, if you just mark it that it's for Rosie, uh, tell us if it's a one-time donation or if you're making a commitment for a year, and uh, we will make sure that we take up all the administrative costs on that. All right? We've got you, kids. And finally, we've got that smooth, sleek, and styling quality eager beaver merch that you love and adore, that you demand and clamor for. Yes, and we have it in sizes for everybody, small to 3XL. You just go to crier.co slash crier hyphen media hyphen shop, and that will bring you to all our lovely merch where you will find Mr. Grizzly Civics Tees and True North Eager Beaver Tees designed by our friend Ozzy Pete, all for very, very attractive prices. And once you wear it, well, let's just say it's a very attractive shirt. And people will be looking at you and saying, hey, 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 who's that wearing that sexy shirt? You never know. Never know. This is true. Beautiful things might happen. You never know. So, from the Beaver Lodge, this is your eager beaver saying, until next time, dear kids, it can be a tough world out there, so please be kind to and gentle with yourself. Mr. Grizzly, please, 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 please give us some words of wisdom. We need them. Well, you know, here's the thing. We, we take our complicated lives for granted every single day. And we're allowed to. We have the license to do that. Our struggles are still our struggles. They are real. Some days paying the hydro bill is a struggle. But usually, the vast majority of us are capable of going for a pint on a Friday with our friends. And I need you to remember that that is a luxury and a privilege that millions of people around the world can't do. Mm -hmm. Millions of people around the world do not have what we would call a disposable income. Now, maybe you don't have the disposable income you had 10, 15, 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. Maybe you don't have the one you had five years ago. But if you're still capable of going to the movies once in, once in a while, or it's disposable income. It's, it's money that you spend that you don't have to think about or worry about. Millions of people can't do that. Rosie is one of those people. Every dollar she gets goes to keeping herself and her family alive. Mm -hmm. Remember that today. Please. All right. Mr. Grizzly, please roll the credits. Just a second. I have to find them. Darn it, the dramatic exit didn't work. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum. And the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind.
<laughs> oh man. You know what? I tried to do that newscaster thing where you're all serious after a serious topic. Mr. Grizzly, mm-hmm. roll the credits. There yeah. would be like a quarter of a second and then it would just fade and yeah. Nope. I couldn't I couldn't find the button. <laughs> Ser- serves us right. Serves us right. Exactly. In an in an effort to provide ourselves with some shameless self-promotion, I present to you this little ad, a little promo trailer for our upcoming March 18th post St. Patrick's Day podcast. Welcome to the place where everyone knows your name, where everyone's your friend, where good times are had by all. Sit back, relax, pour yourself a beverage and enjoy our company. I know we'll certainly enjoy yours. Welcome to the True North Eager Beaver Pubcast. Once a month, we gather at the Lieutenant's Pump at 361 Elgin Street in downtown Ottawa, Canada's capital city, bringing you joy and happiness all day long. <laughs> that down-home thing makes it sound like we do a wholesome show. Well, it's, it's, it's kind of pub-like music. <laughs> I, I didn't want to go full Irish because it's a British pub, but you get the gist of it. I get the gist. All right. Yeah. Hi, I'm Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vale. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. 